0: The whole way to Colorado and back. Alex and Gage were just making AC makes me itchy jokes. I don't, don't get me wrong. I was making a fair few of them myself. I feel like you're really embellishing no. this after the fact. I feel like they were. I feel like they were. A dirt mattress may have been mentioned as well. I'm not ashamed of... The weird maladies that afflict me, McClain. I can't control it. Jake, tell me about the AC thing. Tell me about the AC thing. Go in depth. I want to hear about this.
1: Well, air conditioning in cars. Uh, There's something about... You do that. I'm going to do a quick Google search. There's something about it that makes me itchy. My arms get all itchy. That's all I have to say. I don't... That's it? uh, That's it. I don't know. It feels like somebody's blowing weird chemicals on me that make me itchy.
0: How air
1: conditioning
0: can affect your skin from the hartmanbrothers.com I feel like this really is not air a fleet tempers the blazing summer sun with a cool blast of air. But did you know that the cold comforting air can harm your skin? Let's take a closer look at the negative AC effects on your skin.
1: Um, this is not helpful for not fall watch 2020. This is old. I should old news. This is old news, bro. RAC makes me itchy. Once the schooling system is switched on, it almost
0: seems like you or your passengers are allergic to your car's air conditioning. Within minutes, breathing can become more difficult. (laughs) Noses begin to itch, twitch, and run, and eyes become swollen, watery, and red. Seven things about spring allergies and car air conditioning.
1: What? That is. Those are all things that happen to me. So, can we. Yeah, this this is is something I definitely should know really is not worth a deep dive
0: of playing according to this then that means that more than just you is affected by this which makes me instead believe I I don't believe now that Jake's not weird I believe that more people are like Jake which makes them weird okay great um, lovely anyway uh, now that I've ragged on Jake to start the episode off that's a little bit of a banter folks Uh, let's hear what Jake has to say Jake, what do you have to say?
1: What does Jake have to say? What does Jake ever have What can Jake say that's not, uh... You turn me off. How's the oh, Hardy me? Boys? You, you, you started Westboro's with this air conditioning nonsense. It's Fall Watch 2021, and you're doing what, some nonsense about air conditioning. And I'm just completely thrown off what I was going to talk about, which was something about college football. Hold on. McLean
0: Okay. Oh, I'm I had no idea. i I apologize.
1: It was opening C opening week for the college football season this weekend. Yesterday as Uh technically back. that was last week, but uh, go off. For anyone I care about, McLean, will you shut your okay. mouth for three okay. seconds?
0: Jeez Louis. Uh, I can't make any promises.
1: Uh huh. First of all, the team I am most interested in following, Oregon. Not stay this Oregon. I'm most interested in the Oregon State is a secondary to following Oregon. I primarily care about the hot Oregon Duck news, and if I have time, I will check in on what's going on with the old beavers. Oregon State lost. <laughs> it's a weird system, but... It, 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 anyway. Oregon State lost. It was close. They should have put in Chancellor in the whole game. Not the point. Oregon Ducks. We need to do... I don't know. Because I feel like I've rehashed the history of the Ducks a few times now, but not on this podcast specifically. Oh well. It's true. Point is, uh, the Oregon Ducks won. Uh, They were playing... uh, Okay, what is Fresno State? Are they FCS?
0: Fresno State... Fresno State is FBS, uh, Football Bowl Subdivision, which is the, the premier, like the highest level in college football. That's where... You get into the college football playoff, etc., bowl games, whatnot, because the FCS, the football championship subdivision, has a playoff system and is generally regarded as lower tier. But Fresno State is part of the Mountain West, which is a group of five conference. You have the Power Five conferences and then the group of five, which are generally looked on as less... Less competitive. I not have as never good.
1: understood the college football system. As far as I can tell, there's like a major leagues and a minor leagues, and you got the major leagues of like the big college football programs. You got the like the Pac-12, the Big Ten, those guys. But then you have the minor leagues of like wh- wherever the Montana schools and the Idaho schools. That like that's them. That's as far as I understand it.
0: Yeah, the the. Montana, Montana State, Idaho, Idaho State. They are part of the Big Sky Conference, which is in FCS. That's where the uh, North Dakota State Bison won, like, five championships in a row. Um, that's that because there are schools that don't meet the requirements to be an FBS school. And I'm not sure exactly how this got laid out like it did. So but which one is Fresno State? So it did.
1: Remind me again.
0: Fresno State is in the FBS. They're in the higher higher level.
1: Oh, well I was not but, aware of this because i never heard of them, and generally if i have never heard of a school I assume they're in one of those mountain sky west I can't believe you've
0: never heard of <laughs> I can't believe you've never heard of the Fresno State Bulldogs, but Fresno State is in the Mountain West, which is a lower competitively speaking, a lower division than say like the Pac-12 uh, and of course the Pac-12 is borderline group of five conference at this point in okay. football at least.
1: Oh yeah, the Pac 12 just major losses all across the board this week. Pac twelve sucks. Which is how I like it. I like it when the Pac people always talk about, oh, you gotta support the Pac twelve or like, oh if Oregon's going to the playoff championship, you gotta root for the team of Oregon like, No. If I if, if my team is in the Pac twelve, why would I want the rest of the Pac twelve to be doing good? That is stupid. Well, Jake, you would be
0: glad to know because now that I've explained the FBS FCS system to you, Washington lost thirteen to seven to Montana, who plays in the Big Sky along with Idaho State, in the FCS. Uh, this is like unprecedented, just how to, to lose to an FBS team, to lose to an FCS team, because this is these are the weeks where the schools play a bunch of cream puff opponents. And there's been like a lot of like upsets or close to upsets, um, like number two Oklahoma winning only by five points against Tulane, um, or like the Oregon Ducks beating Fresno State by three points.
1: My Was it three points? My point is. Oh no, they won by a touchdown. Okay, yeah. The UO has a few traditions they they like to engage in. One of those traditions is lining up uh, middle school football teams to beat up for like the first three or four weeks, however many they can fit into those their, their schedule, to, to pad out the reverse half of the schedule and, and make a big deal out of it. Like, oh, look get us. We beat a team 60 to 10. Uh, that doesn't happen yeah. so much lately. And uh, they, Fresno State almost beat them. This is not a good sign for the Oregon Ducks. This has been happening
0: a lot this week with college football, but it every team does this, basically. Even, like, the Beavers scheduling Hawaii and then Idaho to start the season
1: off. You no, know, they started I mean, with the Purdue, Purdue though. Like, come on, it's not...
0: Yeah, it's not the same, especially when you consider just how uncompetitive the Beavers have been in recent years. When you see a team like that, they want to start rebuilding, and that's how they get some of those good out-of-conference games. But for the Oregon Ducks who are supposed to be, we're, we're supposed ranked, to be led to, are we are led to believe 11, that the Oregon Ducks are a college football blue blood, which they are not. They, they were ranked way too high and they only win by 7 points against Fresno State. And they That's started another, out, right. they That's open another. up as 13 point underdogs against Ohio State,
1: which is frankly rather putrid. That's another tradition of the University of Oregon. Is being ranked way above their station because the press just falls for the high part I don't know why
0: They buy into it every year I don't know what it is because even like the coaches polls had them way too high you'll also be glad to know that a uh, Kavon Thibodeau who was uh, touted NFL uh, talent scout uh, star defensive end for the Ducks Thibodeau. got hurt in the season I, opener.
1: I sincerely, so. this is a, another tradition of the University of Oregon, is drafting players with stupid names. K-Bob Thibadoo. It sounds like you have a lisp when you're saying it. Thibodeau. Thibodeau. I'm sorry. I'm just... But... I'm perennially uh, upset by the names on the U.O. Brady Brees. Seeing the Ducks uh, almost lose
0: to... A Mountain West team, and then have to play Ohio State. Uh, oh, speaking of which, quick aside: on the subject of team scheduling, powder puff opponents, Idaho Vandals scheduled Simon Fraser, a private college from Canada, and beat them 68 to zero. Rather putrid, if you ask me.
1: It's dumb, Idaho, though. But Who cares? It's not like you're Alabama because doing that.
0: I because hashtag beat Idaho, Idaho is lame.
1: And my um, point is, another, another uh, tradition, things. another hollow tradition in the halls of Ivy in Eugene, Oregon, is once you beat that middle school team that you play week one, you go around acting like you just won the national championship.
0: We're well, back, baby! The problem with Oregon lately... The problem with Oregon lately... Is that they have started to believe this too. They don't just schedule these these uh, opponents anymore. Yes, they did schedule Fresno State and Stony Brook, a private college who's been playing actual competitive football in NCAA for about as long as I've been alive, but they also scheduled Ohio State this season. Um, they got out of playing Ohio State last season because of COVID.
1: Two they years will ago, be
0: murdered. They had to play Auburn. They scheduled
1: Auburn to start off the season and they lost. Have we outlined Um, just how bad the Ducks were last year and how stupid it was that they got into that they uh, made the um, Pac 12 championship? Yeah,
0: because Washington couldn't play the Ducks. It was so.
1: Um, Like, this fate could not have worked better if Phil Knight himself had developed the coronavirus and spread it around. When you it lose to the dumb. Beavers not and then you get into the Pac-12 championship, crazy. Yeah, that should um, not have happened by any means. But they started to believe their own hype and, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah we can play Ohio last, State. It's going to work out the great. The last
0: few years, I remember, I remember it was a while ago. It was almost probably like five to ten years ago. They scheduled LSU to start off the season and they lost. Um... Yeah, but now they're playing Ohio State, and they open as 13-point underdogs, which doesn't sound like a lot, but that is a lot and that is very bad. The number 11 Oregon Ducks will head to Columbus, Ohio this weekend for a massive contest against top five program Ohio State, and the Ducks will be viewed as an underdog by more than just a few points. The early betting lines of week two of the college football season have been released by the William Hill Sportsbook, and Oregon has opened up as a 14-point underdog to the Buckeyes of Ohio State. The total point number set for 64. Uh, the Ducks won the game against Fresno State 31 to tw- 31 to 24, despite the Ducks being viewed, at, viewed as
1: 20.5 point favorites. One of my favorite websites, McLean, is the website Addicted to Quack, it's sort of a forum for Duck fans, and I visit it game every time something notable happens during game week. Uh, I I visit this website because another storied, hollow tradition in the halls of Ivy of Eugene, Oregon, United States of America—that ain't ivy growing in uh, there—is—is—is panicking when the slightest bad thing happens.
0: Well, the Ducks really do have a chance to lose to every single team every single week. So, at least the last couple seasons since I know. uh, But it's really.
1: It's really, check in on the, the quack crew and it's like the building's on fire every week. <laughs> People are running around screaming, demanding for so and so to be fired. And, and, and another story tradition is um, declaring you just pick a guy on the staff and decide he's the problem. He's, he's other garbage. We need to fire him. And you guys remember back in the day when this other staff member that we called garbage until they fired him, remember when he was here? Weren't those the good old days? Those you were guys? the glory days. <laughs> Uh, so, so right now back. they're uh, they're comparing Mario Cristobal, who's apparently garbage now. They don't like him. He's 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 bland. He does nothing. He's not exciting. He's not Jim Kelly. Remember, remember Mark Helford you guys. We had uh, yes. we, at least Mark Halpern. He could draft quarterbacks. He knew how to run an offense. You guys wanted him beheaded in 2016. You were calling for his blood to fill the streets. <laughs> and now you're putting on the roads was there ever passes? a man I miss him? Was man. there ever a man that brought to
0: my heart so much joy as Mark Elfrick? I think. I can
1: not. name one man, William Beauregard Taggart. I don't know if it's middle it name uh, of Beauregard. He, I always forget and people around here don't really talk about that one year of Willie Taggart. They always forget him.
0: Speaking uh, of which we, Willie Taggart lost by twenty one points against Florida. Uh, we can Willie get to uh, uh, Willie in, in a moment. Atlantic, but, Look, Willie's I mean, a whole separate
1: story. Willie's a whole separate story. i got to finish filling in on the UO of course, here. Of course, my course. My bet. Another, another story centuries they're, old. Their tales <laughs> intertwine. A centuries old uh, tradition of just honor and prestige is uh, John Canzano's <laughs> ongoing coverage of the Oregon Ducks. Now, when the Oregon Ducks win... John Canzano. Well, okay. Well, I'll first I said when they lose, um, it's the end of the world. They're basically shutting the program down next week. It's the end of an era. All the coaching staff is obviously about to go commit suicide. Uh, John Canzano, he's presiding as the as the preacher at a funeral, declaring the end of days when they lose. But when they win, even if it's against Fresno State and they look terrible, that's the national champions this year, you guys, basically. Mm-hmm. The They're, favor of God is shining hey, down upon them. Oh, wins a win, baby. Let's go. So this is oh, John uh Saturday night mailbag. After after games, he will uh, answer questions. and print up an or print up a column, just like answering uh, questions sent to him. So this is after they 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 were almost beat by Fresno State. All right, powerhouse football, the, powerhouse, the, gridiron gods, Fresno State. The Oregon Ducks beat Fresno State 31-24 to on Saturday. They will play Ohio State on September 11th. An auspicious date. My mailbag is full. Readers are fired up. A special Saturday night edition of your carefully crafted letters and my replies. So here's the letter. I keep saying Mark Mario Cristobal is a great guy and one of the best recruiters, but I wouldn't let him coach my son's Pop Warner game. As a coach, he's, he's a sucks. great guy. How many four or five star players does Fresno State have? Go ahead and spin it that Oregon was looking past Fresno, and that's pure BS. We aren't that good, and we never will be under Crystal ball. Martin. His reply <laughs> When does your son's pop warning team play? I might go there next Saturday instead of Columbus. <laughs> and just a one sentence here from Cindy Oregon looks suspect. Reply. <laughs> the Ducks are still entitled to a fair trial and a jury of their peers on the football field. They'll get that in Columbus. You got your win, think, but it was... I don't think you want to see the Ducks play Ohio State. I... You got your win, but it was far from convincing. Watch out for the Buckeyes next week. Neither the Buckeyes or the Ducks empty their playbook. Have the Ducks ever played before 105,000 fans? My lasting memory from the last duck buckeye game was Marcus Mariota flat on his back. The Buckeyes who went by 10. From John. <laughs> <laughs> Ohio Stadium's capacity was reduced to 102,780 in 2019, okay? In 2020, there was limited capacity in the Big Ten Stadiums. Technically, most of the Buckeyes haven't played in front of 105,000 fans either. Okay. okay. <laughs> you got him, John. John, I think you got him. <laughs> Quick
0: aside, isn't that insane that a 100,000 people can fit in that stadium? That's
1: crazy. Anyway, John John writes, So the Ducks survive, but the fear remains, Mario Cristobal can't really coach. He looks like a deer caught in the headlights on the sidelines. It could get ugly next week. Reply. (laughs) I've been to Columbus many times. I agree. I think Cincinnati's much better looking. He sees calling Columbus ugly.
0: Uh This is a
1: respected respected sports author, (laughs) McLean. Okay, Dave writes: Oregon can't run the ball up the middle until the other team gets tired. What happens if Ohio State doesn't get tired? Reply: (laughs) Who doesn't eventually get tired? I think John's working on his stand up bit instead of writing his sports uh, analysis. I don't know. Hmm, I don't. I'm on track. He's checked out playing a video game right now, folks. No, I have to see the,
0: the Beavers and Ducks schedule. I might have to bookmark these $83 Ducks at Utah Utes tickets until later in the season when I can make a decision on how bad the Ducks will lose.
1: John writes, Ohio State looked suspect, or did you mean Oregon? 110K plus at the shoes, some big hits coming Oregon's way, but Ducks will be lucky to leave with their pride next weekend. Oregon won! Okay, yeah, it'll need to be better in week two. (laughs) But why does Ohio Stadium keep growing in my mailbag? Michigan Stadium holds 107,000 in the normal season, and they're the largest college. He's quibbling over like 5,000 people in the stands. It's like, John, you're missing the 4,000. Actually, 100,000 isn't
0: even that much. John, you don't get it. There could be zero people attending that game and Oregon will still get their faces stomped in. It's Ohio State. Rick Red said Ohio State will beat
1: us by what? The Ducks couldn't or more. beat the The Ducks couldn't Ohi- beat the bad OSU last year. <laughs> the spread is Ohio State 10.5 points. After you're done firing the Oregon coach, just be sure to get your wager down. Oh, John can Cons- I wonder what he's doing on Twitter. I bet he's an active presence. I bet, he, I bet he's the kind of sports where he just likes arguing with people in his own comment sections. I'm getting a lot of, like, Matt Belalassi vibes. Oh, off. he's a he's <laughs> a bald... So, I already told you, I heard him on the radio once. He's uh, He's got a very whiny voice. He's got that silly kind of voice. Uh, he's a very yeah. bald man, also. And this picture of him in some stadium somewhere, the... The light is glimming off of his uh, chubby little round bald head. <laughs> nice. He says that Oregon State got too cute in their loss to Purdue. I think he's just mad they uh, swapped quarterbacks.
0: Hey, I'm just happy that Oregon State's playing Hawaii at 9 p.m. next Saturday. Pac 12 after dark, baby. Not only will I be able to
1: see that game, but, everyone knows the Beavers play better after midnight. I. <laughs> Let's see here... Uh, he's just tweeting all about Oregon State losing. Where, where's, uh, where's your stuff about the Ducks? Come on, John. The Ducks won, Jake. Yeah, they beat... <laughs> it's
0: crazy. That he's just like, yeah, but the Ducks won, won so...
1: Kayvon thibadoo, thibadoo, thibadoo. <laughs> sorry. He, uh, and, oh, is I love looking back on score predictions. John's prediction was Oregon forty, Fresno State twenty. Ugh. Oh, that went well for you, John. All right, where was I? That's a derail there. Um, a little bit, a little let's bit. See, I wanted to talk about. Oh, Chip Kelly won a game this week. McLean. Chip Kelly won a big game against number 13,
0: Louisiana State, coached by Coach O. I think two years removed a from theory. a national championship. See, I have a different theory. I think LSU might not be good, actually. Um, they won the national championship two seasons ago. Then they lost a bunch of draft picks. And then they didn't play so well in the COVID season last year. And now they just lost to Chip Kelly. So Mahler, I think I'm you're missing not... what
1: the real, st- Mahler, the real story here <laughs> headline from Sports Illustrated quote I never had my doubts after five straight losing seasons as a coach Chip Kelly is back
0: It's uh, it's been
1: I don't know game. why but they just I... made me laugh so hard <laughs> I never had my doubts through five, five straight losing seasons no I know I'm still good here guys I don't have any doubts about that You won one game, buddy. Calm down. Uh, Beneath that visor of his, Chip Kelly watched the team across the way carry out warm-ups. They were big and fast. They resembled the teams he sees playing on Sundays. You're like, holy smokes, that's a pretty team, Kelly says. Um. Ship is back, at least for one night. He's back to successfully outskating coaches, to winning games that he shouldn't, to comfortably exchanging pleasantries with reporters. There's a new kind of wizard in Westwood. This one wears a visor. He's brutally honest and finally has himself a good football team. You, you won one game, buddy. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. From uh, sfgate.com. Oh, excuse me. Revisiting the absolute carnage that Chip Kelly inflicted on both the 49ers and the Eagles. Uh, These are good. It's crazy how he just shredded one team and then gets hired to another immediately. Getting passed around like a a bad tip. Let's see here. This was from when was this article written? Last year, about a year ago. The two teams playing on Sunday Night Football this week, the 49ers and Eagles, have a lot in common. They both play in the NFC, they're both ravaged by injuries at the moment, they both have inconsistent starting quarterbacks whose abilities are debated, and their head coaches are the immediate successors of one Chip Edward Kelly, who left the Niners and Eagles in disastrous situations. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly actually reached the postseason with the Eagles during his first year as head coach in 2013, and required a 10-win 2014 season in which his squad narrowly missed the playoffs. He was then given personnel control for the 2015 season. Which is when his NFL tenure turned ruinous. So uh, this was when uh, UO, or or, yeah, he had done recruiting violations at UO. Authorities come sniffing around. He bolts. He he signs on with the Eagles. And he's uh, pretty much coasting off his coaching staff there, right? That's the vibe I catch. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Brief... Brief aside to say that the Eagles should start Gardner Minchu over Jalen Hurts. Please continue.
1: Within a span of two years, Kelly presided over one of the most humiliating seasons in Eagles franchise history, followed by a train wreck 49ers season that culminated in an extremely awkward firing. Here's a timeline of everything that happened to the Eagles and 49ers under Chippers. March 2015. Kelly had already accelerated the departures of Michael Vick and Deshaun Jackson at the end of his first season, with the former stating that Kelly once made him cry, and <laughs> the latter <writer laughs> accusing Kelly of rooting the Eagles. Michael Vick, man who's done time in prison, is out here saying Chip Kelly made him cry. <laughs> I, want, I, want, I want video footage of this event. I want to hear about this one. How, how, how does this overstuff teddy bear of a man... <laughs> <laughs> with his, like, high-pitched listening voice talking out of the corner of his mouth. <laughs> anyway. Ah. Once Kelly absorbed full control of Philadelphia's roster in 2015, the remaining mainstays from the Andy Reid days were jettisoned, Order 66 style. First, Kelly traded running back with Sean McCoy, who was coming off a Pro Bowl appearance to the Buffalo Bills, in return for Kiko Alonso. That <laughs> linebacker, maybe he just uh, picked up his old... He picked up his old uh, Ducks habit of only drafting players with dumb names. Yeah, Kiko yeah. Alonzo, a linebacker who had played for Kelly at Oregon and missed the entire 2014 season with an injury. Then, Kelly released longtime pass rusher Trent Cole and allowed receiver Jeremy Macklin to leave in free agency and sign with the Chiefs. Eagles fans were mad, as was McCoy, who said a month after the trade, there's a reason he got rid of all the black players.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought... <laughs> I completely forgot
1: about this. (laughs) I I, I mean, call me crazy, but I don't think Chip Kelly goes to the Oregon Ducks. I'm not sure he's the racist you're making him out to be, but you know, I I don't know. (laughs) It 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 is funny, though. When it was announced in 2018 that Kelly would become the next head coach of UCLA football, McCoy stated the little short coach is with the kids where he belongs.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: Kelly made other moves that offseason too. He traded quarterback Nick Foles to the then Rams for the, the then St. Louis Rams for Sam Bradford, who became the Eagles' new starter. He gave former Dallas Cowboys running back Chip to the Chip Kelly did that. What? I forgot Chip Kelly was the reason why Sam Bradford went to the Eagles. He gave Cowboys running back to Marco Murray a massive five-year, $42 million contract, even though his style was clearly a questionable fit in Kelly's offense. The Eagles also signed former Seahawks cornerback Byron Maxwell to an even larger six-year, $63 million contract, making him one of the highest-paid cornerbacks in the NFL. To top it off, Kelly released starting guards Evan Mathis and Todd Harrimans. 2015 regular season. The Eagles are a mess. In the season opener, Maxwell was shredded by Atlanta Falcons receiver Julio Jones for 141 yards and two touchdowns. Murray recorded 21 carries for 11 yards. I don't care about stats. Uh, Murray was so upset about his lack of touches that he complained to team owner Jeffrey Lurie about it on the team playing following one of their games. Maxwell was a sieve in past coverage, and Bradford was mediocre at best. Anonymous Eagles players told reporters that Kelly built a toxic locker room culture that was almost <laughs> universally despised. I mean, it worked so well at Oregon. Old and Chip? <laughs> Old Chippers? Chippers? Well, one of the things I have heard about a lot Just of the coaches, including and the no Pete good, Carroll, terrible.
0: which didn't really hold true. So McClain,
1: all but, Chip um, has to do in the locker room is read them a children's book.
0: One of the reasons a lot of college coaches fail in the NFL is because you can't, you can't really take like that raw, raw, cheesy like college spirit into a room full of like grown adult men. I'm playing for money, sir. Uh, What what works for college kids doesn't necessarily work for uh, like thirty-year-old multi-millionaires.
1: Don't jerk with us, man. Yeah. (laughs) I don't need to hear about
0: Alexander's no good day. If hey, if what Chip Kelly was my coach, I would cry
1: too. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. He didn't clarify whether Chip, like it was him being too mean that made him cry. Maybe it was just. Yeah. Oh man, why is this guy our coach? I can't. Heartbreak, maybe. Jason Peters took himself out of a December game versus Washington because he didn't want to get hurt with the playoffs out of reach. Kelly was fired a week before the season finale with the Eagles sitting at 6 and 9 and the only person who was shocked was Sam Bradford I don't know what his relationship was with other people but I had a great relationship with Chip Bradford said <laughs> I, that's just that's funny to me man it's yeah. like you're like Adolf Hitler's best friend and you didn't <laughs> just <laughs> like, I had no idea <laughs> I, I, he was always a great guy to me <laughs> he helped me move one time Huh, I mean, I never heard anything about that, but... January 2016. That's totally out of the blue. Was, <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, the San Francisco 49ers are staffed by idiots exclusively because they hired Chip Kelly. Uh. And there was reported friction between Kelly and the then 49ers manager, Trent Balky, just three months later. Balk, of course, famously clashed with Jim Harbaugh and retained control of the 53-man roster during Kelly's tenure. In April, NFL Network's Brian Baldinger said, I already hear those problems in the building between Chip and ball but those did, but did not elaborate further. The problems persisted. 2016 regular season, wholly unwatchable football. The 49ers won their season opener over a similarly inept Los Angeles Rams team, and then proceeded to lose 13 in a row. Only four of those were one score games. Their 13-game losing streak featured five games of Blaine Gavard who completed half of his passes for five touchdowns and six interceptions. A game versus the Bears when the 49ers had six net passing yards on the day. A run defense. Oh, to go back, I want to go back in time and watch every game that Chip Kelly coached in the NFL, <laughs> man. Every, every A run defense significantly worse than the next worst team in the league, the Cleveland Browns. A blown double digit fourth quarter lead to the New York Jets being quarterbacked by Bryce Petty. The circumstance was so bad that tackle Joe Staley said he considered immediate retirement. (laughs) That year of my my life was the worst time I've ever had played football, Stanley said in 2018. I kind of forgot about it. I don't have any good anecdotes with Chip Kelly. It was just one and done. Still, an argument can be made that the worst thing about Chip Kelly's lone season was the win that broke the losing streak. The same day of that victory, the 0-14 Cleveland Browns beat the San Diego Chargers, putting the 49ers in the driver's seat for the first overall pick in the draft by nature of the strength of schedule tiebreaker. The 49ers, needing a pass rusher, would likely have taken Texas A&M star Miles Garrett with that pick. But they instead oh. decided to beat the Rams 22-4-21. I've, I've <laughs> won. But I won. You
0: you ever hear about... Um, speaking of which, timeout, timeout. This goes back to our discussion about things that are happening in the NFL. You ever hear about Miles Garrett trying to kill Mason Rudolph with his own helmet? No. No. Continue. Okay, so in a, in a football game between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns, dreaded rivals, <clears throat> uh, Cleveland Browns hadn't been good. That was when they were still bad. Um, Mason Rudolph was in because Big Ben was injured. And Mason Rudolph is a capable backup for the Steelers. Probably going to be their quarterback once Ben retires finally. Um,
1: I will be watching the Steelers closely this year, McLean.
0: Yeah, but you can you can go onto YouTube and search Miles Garrett helmet, and you'll probably get a lot of results. But uh, he like sacks Mason Rudolph and like removes his helmet, takes Mason Rudolph's helmet off, and hits him on the head with it, and. Why? Uh, afterwards, I, I don't know, but afterwards, uh, you know, he the moment, game passion, all that. Uh, afterwards, Miles Garrett says that uh, Mason Rudolph said the N-word. Uh, <laughs> he did not, by the way, just, just so we were perfectly clear. So he did have to walk back that statement. Um, that might That might be a story that we have to... Search up for, actually, to get the full... Okay, so
1: why why did he try to kill him and then lie about why he did it?
0: Revisiting the Miles Garrett-Mason Rudolph helmet incident on Thursday Night Football. Miles Garrett will never live down his fight with Steelers quarterback Mason Rudolph on November November 14th, 2019, and more specifically, his decision to swing a helmet at Rudolph in a moment of rage. Um... The defensive end told Cleveland.com last week that he almost quit the NFL over the fallout of the helmet swing, but decided to keep playing in part because fame is fleeting, athletic ability is fleeting, and you have to make the most of it while it's here. He did kind of try to play the victim, if I'm being honest. With 16 seconds left in an otherwise dull Thursday night game between the Steelers and the Browns last November, Garrett took down Rudolph as Rudolph released a garbage time screen pass. The two tangle on the ground before getting up and jawing at one another behind the line of scrimmage. Garrett ripped off Rudolph's helmet as they continued to go at it and then slammed the helmet down on Rudolph's head. It did not connect as directly as intended, but the damage could have been severe. Several Pittsburgh offensive linemen reacted by tackling Garrett to the ground and throwing punches and kicks at him. Browns (laughs) players arrived to the scene late, not noticing the incident until Garrett was already on the ground and injured the fray. A whopping 33 players would be fined by the NFL for their part in the altercation.
1: I want more of this than the NFL. (laughs)
0: That's one of the worst things I've ever seen on a professional sports field, said announcer Joe Buck while calling the incident.
2: Well, it's a statement on our throw.
1: professional sports these days that that's the worst thing you've seen. That just sounds boring. Yeah. Come on. Afterward, a reporter
0: asked Mason Rudolph whether Garrett balls. should be suspended. Rudolph didn't want to comment on how the NFL should handle things, but he did get in a couple of parting verbal shots. I know it's Bush League, and I know it's a total coward move on his part. Um uh... Garrett has on multiple occasions claimed that he swung the helmet in response to Rudolph using a racial slur. Rudolph has repeatedly denied the accusation and an NFL investigation found no evidence to support it. Uh, That said, the only players near the start of the incident were members of the Steelers and the very start of the fight included just Rudolph and Garrett, so it's difficult to determine with absolute certainty what actually happened. Is
1: that all of the story? Uh, I was expecting yeah, a
0: little more. That that's pretty much it. Uh, you can watch the the video clip of it because it was like, uh, yeah, like I I, I heard uh, I remember because uh, Pat McAfee, I think it was, said that that was basically attempted murder. I mean, like pretty close when you're hitting someone on the head with a helmet like that. Well, punching um, yeah.
1: somebody in the face. Is- <laughs> You're called an attempted murder, but... Well, lung.
0: I mean, it was it, it. didn't look good. The angle of it looked bad. um, But it was very funny to see Miles Garrett take off Mason Rudolph's helmet, swing it at him, and hit him in the head with it, and then afterwards be like... W- uh, uh, <laughs> <he's> <laughs> like, total, like, 180, like, he was the victim. Yeah, no,
1: this looks bad.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, well, but what? you got me off track. Chip Kelly's one... <laughs> One win that broke a 13-game losing streak cost him a number one draft pick. So on January 2nd, 2017, Kelly is fired, but he learns of his firing through the media. (laughs) The day day before the team's regular season finale versus the Seahawks, ESPN's Adam Schefter reported that the 49ers planned to fire both Kelly and Bauck as early as post-game on Sunday. This was apparently news to Kelly, as NFL Network's Mike Silver reported that Kelly called 49ers owner Jed York after reports broke of his impending firing, and it was <laughs> see, not a warm and fuzzy conversation. See,
0: see, I just, I just, in my head when I hear that, I just have a picture of, like, Chip Kelly going into an interview, and, like, the journalist asking, So, Chip, what do you think about you getting fired? Fired? I didn't get...
1: Uh-oh. Surprise Pokemon face. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Yeah. (laughs) On game day, Balk confirmed that he had been informed of his firing, but Kelly said he was unsure of his own future. Everybody got an invite to
0: the party except except Chip.
1: (laughs) Except Chip. Pro Football Talk reported that Kelly would have a chance to throw a verbal Hail Mary in an effort to get another year. But this last ditch was evidently unsuccessful. Oh, it to be a fly on that wall. <laughs>
0: he's got to, he can pitch himself for one more year. But he's got to be. He,
1: he brings in like one of those big old yarn conspiracy boards. All right, here's chip. why I need another year, guys. Three minutes system. to secure your job. You got to trust the system. Look, maybe year five or six, we win a game, okay? It just takes time. <laughs> trust the system. I hate oh, that language. God.
0: I wish we had. I wish we had. of uh, We would have done that script and then put it in with the college football one. But yeah, that's maybe, uh, that's some HDTWB lore. That's, a,
1: that's long, long ago and far away now, McLean.
0: It was so much better than it is today. A little meatloaf reference for you.
1: What?
0: A little meatloaf reference. A little
1: meatloaf reference. Oh, meat. Okay, I've never listened to this music. I've only State seen him in this hit I film To Catch a Yeti <laughs> You know me love Big Sweaty <laughs> Yeti Yeah You're from Uh me. San Francisco made the Super Bowl After they fired Chip And so did the Eagles Yeah that's right I thought Crazy. I thought that was funny um, Oh yeah So that brings us to another Ex-Depth coach uh, Hold on a second Dang it <laughs> Willie Taggart so when well, last we saw Willie Taggart Williams. well when well, last I saw Willie Taggart, uh, he he had a, he had jumped ship on the ducks in the middle of the night because his real plan all along, he was trying to Antonio his bra- he was trying to Antonio Brown his way to to coaching at Florida State. The problem He's is when to you're Antonio scamming Brown's people way to Florida.
0: That's how they all do
1: it. When you're scamming people that get your way and what's funny is he keeps jumping from school to school, and as he goes to new schools, he's dragging oh. with him the buyout packages from the schools he left. Teddy's. <laughs> or so not he's Teddy. still, he, to this day, he's still getting paid off by Oregon. Willie stopped jumping from school to school and started getting kicked from school to school, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, see, the problem with his scam was he was trying to get to Florida State. That was his big prize. But he gets there, and so the scam only works if it turns out he's actually a good coach and can actually coach Florida State. Yeah,
0: Florida State had their worst season in literal decades. They hadn't missed a bowl game since, like, the 80s. And, And that all went up in smoke under one season with Willie.
1: Yeah, so they bought him out. So he's still... He's still getting paid off by Oregon and Florida and where is he now um he's at Florida he's at Atlantic, Atlantic University tiny so, so are they another like Idaho state um I'd have to look it up but I believe they play Gotta in be. the FBS yeah anyway the point is so <laughs> oh Willie Taggart I mean the scam was that he coaches rebuilding teams, quote unquote, for a year okay. uh, before F- people realize he's not good. He jumps ship, gets people to buy him out so he could go to a, a better program. He's trying Florida to, like, Atlantic play him does play in the
0: FBS, anything. but they are a Group of Five
1: school, and they've only had a football team for about twenty years. <laughs> so slightly better than Bishop Sycamore. So uh, this okay. article is from twenty nineteen. Willie Taggart opens up on new job and Florida State firing. I just didn't have enough time. a <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> <coughs> 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 <laughs> question, Willie. How about, it. you've been coaching this team for eight years now, and they've lost every single game. I just needed another year, guys. They, we would have had it team. if they just give me another year. You can always play the time
0: card, because technically nobody can prove you wrong if you've already been fired.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, also, apparently Willie Taggart's son is playing for him now. Oh. That smacks a, smacks a nepotism to me.
0: Maybe I might have I to tune that. into the Florida Atlantic University Owls this season.
1: In an expansive interview with Yahoo Sports, Taggart both dwelled on the lessons learned during his failed two-year tenure at Florida State and expressed optimism about what he can build at FAU and the importance of family woke well through the entire conversation as Taggart said his days of chasing the next big job are on ice. <laughs> the <stands> up, basically. <laughs> And he's got to set up on what he can get now.
0: The feds have him under like heavy super surveillance, and he's like, "Hey, I'm he's
1: like on house arrest. It's like you. I just, swear, I've gone clean. <laughs> I don't want to take over a country anymore. I'm content just running the local PTA, guys." <laughs> But I mean, I mean, the scab kind of works. He's still getting millions of dollars in bio packages from these schools. He left hey. a blazing trail behind. Money talks. the rearview mirror. And now he's like chopping wood at a cabin. Except nobody's coming to recruit him again.
0: You tell Willie's agent that he's not a successful co-
1: college coach. He'll point you to his bank account. Um, had he been through what we've gone through, being at the top, he said... We have some really nice jobs at the top. It's like, I'm not chasing those things anymore. I'm thinking more about my family than chasing my goals. I'm thinking about them now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really buy it, Willie. We're part of a Willie's family. Willie's a hype man right now. He's trying to hype himself in the wake of getting found out. He's trying to rebrand himself.
0: <clears throat> He's had some negative
1: PR recently. Taggart worked hard in recruiting his son to FAU, joking that he bought him a Camaro. We moved him all over the place, Taggart said. He had three high schools in four years. Senior year at Florida State University School, he finally got the nod and took his school to state for the first time in school history. He had a heck of a year, and now he's finally getting to spend time with his son. Oh, that's so cute. (laughs) Hitler loves puppies, too. Um, Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Always back to Hitler with Jake, I don't know what is going on. I know, it's just, it's so it's just easy shorthand. I love how these articles though about him. They always kind of miss the big picture. Oh, he was running a scam the whole time. Taggart and his wife have a 13-year-old son and a 4-year-old daughter. After scurrying up the coaching ladder, trading coasts from USF to Oregon and Black to Florida State, Taggart arrives at FAU ready to lock in for a run. When the topic of Florida State came up, Taggart made clear he had no lingering bitterness. Taggart said that at age 43, his primary emotion is gratitude that he could return to becoming a head coach. Yeah, That's you shouldn't it. have any lingering bitterness. They fired you because you're really bad. Willie Taggart, college oh, yeah, football's Bernie Madoff. Is, is the snake oil's... Yeah, yeah. is Bernie Madoff really bitter that they, they caught him? He's like, oh, those jerks. If they hadn't snooped around... You can't just like, put your hands like, that. Like like you got me. It's like if Bernie, like Bernie Madoff gets caught, and then they just let him go, and he goes back to running a bank, and he's still getting money from the past scam. He's like, hey, I'm just grateful I'm able to do this. <laughs> Catch me if you can. Taggart impressed... FAU officials by showing up in his job interview with a passion to return to this sport. I mean, it wasn't lost on us that there was a really nice buyout, said President John Kelly referencing <laughs> the nearly $18 million that Florida State owed Taggart upon his firing. Could you imagine
0: earning $18 million by getting fired? Take the job
1: that you have hey, now. Hey, that's okay. the Willie Taggart grift, baby. Take the hey, job it's all about you have now. the grift.
0: And What if I told you that by getting fired from your current job, you would earn 18 million? I'm dumping those
1: medical supplies, bro. They ain't getting delivered anytime soon. Taggart said one of the takeaways from Florida State was he hopes to have a heavier hand in running the offense at FAU. Taggart stopped calling the plays during the first season at FSU and says that's what hurt him. Everywhere we've been that we've had success, I called the plays. I got away from that at the State. And so if there's anything different, I may get more involved. I it's got away insane, from it. That wasn't me. It didn't work.
0: No, no. Willie's ta- explanation for why he's bad is he didn't have enough time and he wasn't in control enough. Willie immediately just torpedoes a program, and the issue is that he wasn't there long enough.
1: How do these colleges hire him not see this? I don't get it. Like, all the red flags are there, man. Uh... FAU liked the idea of Taggart locked in for a long run, <laughs> that he didn't flinch from FAU's top 25 ambition. That's, that's because Taggart doesn't have anywhere else special. to go. He's locked in because <laughs> there's no other place for him to leave to. No, no. He, McLean, he's locked in because if they get rid of him, that's going to be a lot of money. Like FSU, he was quote locked in at FSU. That meant $18 million buyout.
0: The boosters could could scrape up enough for that.
1: But. I guess so. Oh man, remember the backpacks? Oh, the backpacks. Oh, I remember the backpacks. So, the rest of the article is just a hype piece on Taggers' team. He, he used car sales from the college football. How's anybody still paying attention to him? I don't understand.
0: It's insane.
1: Jake, I gotta be I honest, this entire time
0: I've just been watching the highlights of last year's Civil War game in the background.
1: I buy that. I was trying to find the whole game on YouTube and I can't find it. And it was such a good one too because of the fog. It I was so like cool. Whatever I've noticed this, Oregon State, if, if it's raining, if it's bad weather, Oregon State wins. That's just Except what for last night. But uh, yeah, the well, game was foggy. If it's the Civil War I'll and it's, it's bad out. weather, Oregon the State The game wins. was foggy
0: as I'll get you know, out. And if you'll remember, the announcers were off because they were announcing it by Zoom so that they, there was like a minute delay or like a couple seconds delay. Which is weird because I remember it being a nice, bright, sunny day in Corvallis when the Beavers beat the Ducks.
1: Yeah, I know. Birds were singing, the sun was shining, everything was light. There was a song in my heart.
0: Even though the Ducks had like a couple pairs of like eleven-point leads in that game, and the Beavers were one and two, and the Ducks were ranked number fifteen, not once did I think, "Oh, the Ducks are about to win."
1: Oh no, because it was—they were bad last year. Everyone forgets that. They they got the, the Pac-12 championship on a fluke. They were bad. They were a bad team.
0: A Beavers defense held them <laughs> with not. two minutes left, down by four. And then Tristan Jabia leads him down but the didn't field. Didn't get hurt? He got hurt on, like, the second-to-last play, and they had to put Chance Nolan in to punch in the touchdown. That's right.
1: See, why does not Chance Nolan on a that To know be
0: fair, better. you didn't see much of Chance Nolan because he literally was only in for one play that game. Um... But I do well, think he, he should be the starter. Po- he gave me a
1: positive way. impression. The, the way that Brom Kohlhausen gave me a positive. Like, all I ever saw of him was the second half of the TCU game. And he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time in my mind. Yes. That's how those legends go. You can't let them play too long or it ruins the image. You just need the one heroic moment. That's why that TCU game is so good. I don't think people talk about Jack Caletto enough for the Beavers. Jack Coletto. That is a quarterback name if I ever heard one. That's because he was Jack a quarterback. Jack Coletto. But then he transferred. This. This is why. Transferred to linebacker I've, I've and now he plays the wildcat position, the Taysom Hill position. I know, I know, I know. But I've had a problem for a while now with Oregon State's quarterbacks. None of them have had quarterback names. Honestly. chance. Always, Nolan. If you don't have a quarterback name, that's just. This is why I pegged from the beginning. Chance Nolan's a pretty good quarterback name. Um, Mark Sanchez. I never thought of him as a good quarterback because he doesn't have a good. Quarter- I just can't. I can't see it with him. Uh, this is what's my problem with Sam Noyer. I didn't like Sam Bradford. Sam is not a good quarterback name. I don't know. Too Sammy soft. Ball. I don't even really like Tristan Jebby as a quarterback name. I just don't like it. Sean Manning was a good quarterback name. I don't remember uh, Sean Canfield. I think his name was good quarterback name. Yeah. Jonathan Smith, good quarterback name. We need more good quarterback names on the team. That's what I'm saying. Just just draft by name only. If the Ducks only draft stupid names, we need to draft good names. Jake, we've That's had my we've had fun
0: this episode of West Bros dunking on the Ducks and ragging on Willie, but it's time to to bring some sad news to the table. Um Oh no. Wrong on purpose. College Fall 247. No. Drake Luke. No. Is gone.
1: No! Woo! <clears throat> Covid?
0: Why? But we don't know if it was Covid. I. <laughs> oh, okay. Well just know that.
1: Uh, my favorite screaming YouTube commentator. I'm. I'm I prefer to now, think man. of him
0: as a sports journalist, personally. <laughs> <laughs> it's like
1: uh. So what? Okay. As far as I can tell, when I, I found him when I was doing that Twitch stream. <laughs> he's just his shtick was, uh, in most videos he's just some normal like. You can tell he's like maybe late high school, early college. He, he would go out, he would just film videos talking about, man, I can't wait for the game this week, it's gonna be so good. And then when they lose, he'd sit in his car and scream his head off. <laughs> Those like are the just, funniest like, things. Whatever couple, white trash neighborhood he, trailer park he was in. A couple of videos like, out in the was garage, just reverberating out the.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know, but just. Orange, you're trash! Your whole team is trash! <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's just like, man, go touch grass. Now see here's but, the uh, thing. The I man decided he decided this year that he was gonna take a professional turn and make his channel like legitimately like I'm a serious college football commentator. What happened, man? He's,
0: he's gone through a few rebrands and this is the best the best way I can tell. I've I've pieced it together a little bit. His name is Drake Luke. That's in the description of his channel. He used to be called wrong on purpose. And then he yeah, changed I it. Those days. And that's when he was uploading the duck videos and stuff. And then he changed it to College Football 247. Not 247, 247. And he uploaded a few different videos. He uploaded like a documentary style video about the that. rise of the Oregon Ducks. In which he thought that the Ducks were currently rising and not on a oh, I see. downfall he <laughs> okay. thought this this is the rise that's that we that's a bit watching.
1: of a hot take i yeah. don't know if i'm gonna go with you on that yeah one. yeah
0: he thought no 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 you thought they rose and fell and that was a hit no we're we're on the way up right now um but he also uploaded college football most memorable moments 2000 to 2020 and these are videos same type of videos that you can see a lot of different iterations of these like best college football highlights of the decades uh this video only has 125 views it's from june It's got five likes, and there's not a ton, um, there's not a ton here. It's just, what is it? It's eight minutes, and it's the pretty standard highlights that you would think, um, you'd see. So he's rebranded himself as just a college football channel. However, it's the only video on his channel. But if you go to this video, there is some comments here. Um... GoDucks101 says, Goosebumps, whole video. I love college football. God bless America. U.S. 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 Uh, that one got a like from the poster. Jake from State Farm says, Are you going to make the Fresno State vs. Oregon preview video? And, and now here's, here's where we get some concrete deca- details. Samuel Pat asks, What happened to your video's crying emoji? 24 7 replies, this was two months ago. I've decided to part ways with my videos and start over. So
1: are you- <laughs> Part ways with my videos? Yes, and Sam- That's such a weird phrasing. I, I kissed each video goodbye lovingly as I saw them off. Farewell, my friend. I'm parting ways with my videos.
0: <laughs> and then, um, Sam replies and says, So are you still going to make hype and hate videos? And college football, twenty-four-seven replies, absolutely. Um, so
1: again, uh, huh? not a lot, not a lot of details, not a lot of details. It's not very clear. I, I'm not. I'm very confused, man. Yeah. So you this think is. think he finally realized people were ribbing him in the comments, and he was like, oh, man." This was a crushing blow to me because this was legitimately
0: one of my favorite YouTubers. I looked forward to his videos, pretty much on every. Oh, so did I so did I last, beginning of last season he was he was hyping up Tyler Shucks saying that that was his quarterback and a great replacement for Justin Herbert and by the end of the season he literally threatened to end the man's life I believe I believe that maybe that's it maybe that's why he deleted How those videos now that I think
1: I about it with a shotgun. now that I think about it this actually makes a lot of sense um yeah legal counsel step in dude this doesn't look good for you yeah
0: yeah, that actually that makes a lot of sense. So I've 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 been trying. I've I've been searching a lot of different things on YouTube and Google. I've searched his name, his various channel names. I just can't find any other alt accounts or anything from him. And, and frankly, I'm a little depressed. Um, maybe he has a Twitter. Hey, I'm sad too, man. Maybe he has a Twitter. Let's let me go on Twitter. Jake
1: Vampovit. While I do some detective work well i'm searching for a why college football is the worst article but somehow this is very hard because there's a lot of other things that sort of qualify under that search string and i can't really find anything through all the all the noise here hmm. it's all other stuff that just has those words involved somehow like kansas is officially the worst college football team of the playoff area college football's worst spenders you yeah, know this is hard I'm not really finding anything good from, like, let me see if I just start typing in website names, like, VICE. Let me just, uh, B-I-C-E? You, you can always find something bad
0: about VICE.
1: Let's see here, college football this is the worst, VICE. What am I looking at? Ah, uh, this isn't even an article. What in the world am I, what is this? VICE, what are you doing? That's not an article, what? That's weird.
0: Alright, um that was an odd. Jake, you can't go on vice like that,
1: man. I hope you open an incognito tab. Yeah, I I know, I know. I'm sorry. That was weird. Yeah, have you found anything yet? Because I'm floundering here. I can't
0: find the man. I think he scrubbed it all. Frankly, this is depressing.
1: Dude, he Hillary Clinton himself. I'm upset. Also, people who whine about paying college athletes, uh, you're dumb. I'm just dumb. 100%. It's very dumb. I've never liked that. <laughs> oh.
0: It annoys me. You're getting literally a free college education? Not enough. Anyway.
1: I just. Oh, well, anyway, okay. I miss him, Jake. I miss him. I know, I know. We're all suffering right now, McLean. Um. I remember I, don't I remember really have much for
0: you. It was after he rebranded to College Football 247. And he uh one of his rant videos, pregame rant videos, he was like, I know what people are saying. They're saying, oh, College Football 247, as if people like call him that.
1: Oh. Uh Mr. College Football 247, please, what's what's your opinion on this?
0: I mean, and there's some, like,
1: accounts I just, on here that... I've just only known him as the guy who, who really hated, um... Oh, shoot, who? Marcus Arroyo.
0: I want you bro. I want
1: you I mean, go. you can only post so many, like,
0: death threats on YouTube before you gotta scrub your channel, <laughs> to be fair. Yeah. I... If anyone... If anyone out there can find me an alt account for this man, I...
1: Maybe maybe I will pay a I, big I price. The was, is like he started threatening, he started threatening the president of the college, and and like the the YouTube auto thing thought he meant he the president of the United States, and the Secret Service had to go investigate. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I had to. It was time for me to part ways with my videos. I,
0: I'm definitely not being forced to do this. Uh,
1: I, I wish them the best in their current endeavors. Um, uh,
0: I'm gonna I'm probably gonna keep googling maybe hop onto the dark web and see if I can find him but
1: oh wow. college football two four
0: seven wrong on
1: purpose hey, that does it, me now though that when i I now have the the only surviving video footage of him because uh, he was on that live stream I did Jake you gotta leave me in that video well I mean we I talked over it so I don't know if it's gonna be it's like it's my Patterson video my Bigfoot footage you know Man. Um, it's hard to find college football is the worst articles. How did I you find one last
0: time? Type in football. why football is the worst. I don't know.
1: Maybe Google's letting me down. My Maybe I'll try Bing.
0: Football is the worst. I'm surprised you were
1: able to. Oh, I got why football is terrible, but I think I think we looked at that one. And then. Ah. Oh, what's this? What's 90 mincom 10 reasons. Why football... Oh, no, this is soccer, and I would agree with him, so never mind.
0: Yeah, that that one's probably correct. Uh,
1: I, I, down the line, whatever you wrote, sign my name to it.
0: Okay, yeah, there, there. some of this is kind of tricky because, you know, you get, like, worse teams ever. Worst ways to lose.
1: But, yeah. <laughs> reasons why the NFL would never make it outside of the USA. Football combines the two worst things about America: its violence and committee meetings. Uh huh. <laughs> American football might be the worst sport ever posted to our slash unpopular opinions. Okay. I just don't get football. Why do so many people watch this sport? They play a few seconds, then they stand around for a few minutes so they can play for a few seconds. There's only like 11 minutes of actual gameplay in the game. 11 minutes! Oh. You watch a 3-hour program filled with ads to watch 11 minutes of actual gameplay. The pacing's pretty bad for the sport. Unlike ice hockey where there's a flow and you get a few minutes of actual gameplay at a time. Yeah, I read that you article. you really fundamentally misunderstanding what football is, like, you, you're thinking of it as, like, football is a chess match with violence.
0: 11 minutes, that's a stat you know, a that you got to use if you're you writing sit your there, You sit there, you stare at the board, the board, you
1: figure out the move you want to make, you make your move, but it's all in the, f- anyway. Yeah. If you watch the game on your TV, or watch, you either watch people stand around or commercials, which I think is crazy. Also, shouldn't the sport be called tackle ball or something? Maybe we did read this.
0: Yeah, we did. Okay. Does she talk about her bomb? All sports oh, are okay.
1: stupid under a magnifying glass. Um, uh, I typed in uh, Drake Luke Oregon
0: Ducks and I got this Twitter account and I thought, oh, this might be it. But then I read the uh, his bio, which is doctoral candidate religious studies. Uh,
1: yeah, so wait, but why do you think this isn't him? But please have some respect for the man, maybe? That's probably, probably. Maybe this is why he parted ways with his video. <laughs> to get his, to focus on his doctoral here. degree. This is religious studies. He became a very, he... I'm a, I'm a wiser man now. Man. <laughs> I've grown a lot. I miss. Since I, miss I was screaming me. at Marcus Arroyo in my car at two in the morning.
0: Man. Yeah.
1: Reasons why American football is the worst sport ever from IGN boards. To, oh, it's a three. Yeah, yeah. Fun. IGN. That was this is from like 2014. This is vintage, man. Uh, unlike other sports, half of NFL players are fat and out of shape. Well, uh, they might what? be fat, <laughs> but you half of NFL yeah. Though the line, the linemen are that because they have to be that because that's how that position works. You, you don't call sumo wrestlers out of shape, yeah. anyway. Number two, they call it football, lol. The real soccer Ugh. is the real football. Ugh. In American football, you never use your feet unless you kick a field goal. Yeah, cause all those players just floating around those levitating torsos.
0: That point always disgusts <laughs> disgusts me.
1: Number three, the ball is not even a ball. It looks more like an egg. It looks more like a boomerang than a ball.
0: Do you know, like, the definition of baller? Or...
1: <laughs> Number four. 75% of the game is wasted making plays 11 minutes. And uh, stopping the play, wh- which makes it unbearable to watch. Stopping the play makes it... This, this, this uh, sport
0: sucks because there's not enough of it.
1: So no wonder Americans love it. It requires no stamina and you can be fat and still play. Fat
0: Americans, yeah, dude. First off, Europe can go shove themselves up some, something else.
1: Yeah, you guys are really in decline. Like, you, uh... I just kind of feel sorry for Europe, honestly. Honestly, dude. It's not a good time over there, I don't think. Um, Dude, America
0: could take over the entire continent of Europe, dude, without even trying.
1: If we wanted to, we totally... We wouldn't would even have to draft. ...to take over the world. We could literally take over the world. Yeah. Well, at least the Western world. Um, it's not
0: like Russia's gonna stop us from taking over... Uh, ...all the other European no, countries. China might. Well, as long as China makes money, they're not too bad. I, I heard uh, somebody describe China... ...as the, uh, the kid that's just an absolute... Uh, ...absolute jerk that bullies everybody... With, like their parents on like the PTA board and they're like funding the school so they can't exactly. they can't say anything
1: oh it's like Phil Knight and and <laughs> no, no it's like Big Ben beating up his girlfriend Ugh. it's like yeah he's a terrible person but like Deshaun Watson they're that. so <laughs> no
0: Gage and mine favorite oh, bit oh yeah what
1: happened with Deshaun Gage in
0: mine favorite bit is what happened with DeSean? your honor I recognize the charges against my client, Deshaun Watson, are very serious in nature. That being said, this man throws a football very well, and I think we should take that into consideration. (laughs) Exhibit A, highlights of the 2016 College Football Playoff National (laughs) Championship game.
1: Now I hope the jury will understand the significance this has. Let's see here, at least Kevin Deshaun Watson's accused us of filed police reports. I thought they cut him already.
0: Uh, the, the latest scuttlebutt is that they're probably going to trade him to the Dolphins, and some people are saying that they might pick up Cam Newton since he got cut by the Patriots.
1: Well, I thought Cam got signed by Bishop Sycamore. Well <laughs> oh, is that a Babylon Bee article?
0: No, that was an NFL meme.
1: Ah, I see. Dolphins owner Stephen Ross quote really wants Deshaun Watson. Hey, you're playing with fire, buddy. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you really want no that. <laughs> Your Honor, I know. I know this looks bad. All right. He. Uh, he. We have this evidence of him sexually abusing many women, and he, he, he's. A, look, I won't even argue with you. Yeah, the man's a total monster. However. <laughs> Football. Consider, if you will. Throw football good. Football throw good. <laughs> Consider, if you will,
0: this passer rating. These charges against my client should be taken very seriously. Unlike how he didn't take the other team's defense very seriously when he was
1: tearing through him the other night, am I right? Uh oh these are not aging well i just i tapped into sean watson meme hit you images did. i'm getting the old stuff and it's not aging well man oh yeah well okay. this is a good one all right i um, don't even know what it means but i feel like it's funny if i know the context let's see you deshaun watson has had more sexual assault lawsuits filed against him in the last week than sam darnold had touchdowns in <laughs> 2020 mildly funny <laughs> um, I guess but oh, not only if I knew who Sam Darnold was. Sam Darnold's the big chunky west coast kid with the midwest oh, with ethos the, with the west coast ethos yeah yeah I forgot about that Jay, he, he's like a trunky trunky what was he's a, it he's a, he's a, a trunk-y thick trunky
0: west coast kid with a midwest <laughs> west ethos <laughs> <is>
1: so weird <laughs> he's just this I just imagine a giant log <laughs> bouncing around a <laughs> big thing, Hmm. Ah, all right. uh that's all. I think that's all I got for you today. Here, until we find, until <laughs> we find uh
0: college football twenty-four-seven again somewhere.
1: Yeah, he's out there. I'll, I'll, I'll leave a light burning in the window.
0: Hopefully. I miss you. Colin Calvert I apologizes so to much. Sam Darnold. My fascination and pleas are now hurting his brand.
1: <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> wait, 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 Go. Rewind. <laughs>
0: oh. it's giving me an ad. Sorry, hold on. Hold on a second.
1: Oh, come on, I need details on this. What did you say, my fascination? Is hurting his brand? (laughs) My fascination
0: and please to acknowledge his greatness.
3: Any of us would ever deny that um, your parents have a huge, huge um, part in deciding how your life goes. Uh, Do you grow up in a stable environment? Do you grow up in an unstable environment? Are you loved? Are you supported? Uh, No reasonable person would deny that, you know, zero to 15 years old having some stability, some love, being loved, being (laughs) helped, being assisted, being elevated.
0: (laughs) Where are you going with this?
3: That is not to say you can't overcome it. Uh, And we see this in pro sports all the time. Nobody would deny that Pete Carroll's been aided by Russell, Russell Wilson, excuse me, has been aided by, he had a good owner, he had a, a good coach, they gave him a great defense. So for the first two years of Russell Wilson's development, he had the running back, this and that. Now, it's been his franchise.
1: I'm waiting to hear where he goes with this.
3: Um, and nobody would argue that Andrew...
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm really lost. Had too much I heard them the say, love a bunch. Long and long I don't know what's going time. on.
3: It matters. Um, not only does it matter when you're a child, but as you age, uh, I've ha- I've worked for six different companies, five different companies, four have been great. The one place I didn't feel I really succeeded, it was bad management. There's nothing against them. It was just a circus from the day I got there. At one point, we had a dog on the set. I'm not joking. Every night. And at one point, we did news from a leather couch. I'm not joking about that. Uh,
1: Colin, buddy, you're a little off track now, here. Bleacher Report... Bring it back, they Colin. Bring it back.
3: The quarterbacks who had the most help. Mahomes had the best skill people. Okay. Baker was second. Sam Darnold was third. Hi. Every
0: yes, other...
1: Jason, now they can hear you on the space station Come on. What do you, what do you mean? Look, if mom's gonna be on the podcast, you can at least tell her to speak up. Oh, I can only do so much. She wants you to say hi to Teddy. Oh, that's a dog. That's a dog. He's a, he's a puppy. He's a poppy. That looks like a stuffed animal <laughs> that gained uh, a- animation. That's why that's his name is Teddy. That's how he said looks like a Teddy. Yeah, I can he looks see like that. a
0: stuffed animal that gained a- animation. <laughs> that's why his name is Teddy. Hey, would you keep Big Mouth down? You could hear him on our space station down there. I don't know if that's necessarily
1: true. <laughs> Sorry, wait, you can hear me on a PlayStation? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's true. Ah, Teddy's attacking me. <laughs> The dog, the dog nah, is viciously attacking McClane. Apparently, he's actually had to wait forever. He he's now licking McClane's nose. It's, it's the ultimate humiliation. Make <laughs> <Night> it. <sighs> well, then McClane we'll has to be so
4: loud. He got a big yap. Yeah. Well,
1: well, I'm never telling. No, that's your wife.
0: Is
1: great. No, she doesn't. I think she likes to tell me about I it. I know news. she does.
0: I just want to hear Sam Darnold. <laughs>
3: Their quarterback, every other young quarterback, yeah, in this really league got something. Josh Allen got the coach, Lamar got the organization, Baker got the wide receiver talent. Um, Sean Watson got that. wide receiver weapons, Patrick Mahomes got everything. Sam Darnold got nothing. I'm reading Bleacher Report's discussion <laughs> on Darnold. I've
1: got nothing.
3: Uh, the Jets have failed to surround Leave Sam. Darnold. Sam with a cast. It'll be slightly better this year. <laughs> They've drafted a potential number one receiver, and they have a promising rookie left tackle. Oh, good hell. Where you land, where you're raised, what you're born into, is so vital. Every other young quarterback got something to grab onto, some support group. His first head coach in New York was fired.
1: Sam Darwin was a Before gift York, to you, York, and you York, spat in the his face, in you his first Pharisees. Coach, weapons this
0: is a year ago O-line too so this is before tragic, Sam got traded
3: ownership below average they begged <laughs> a center to come out of retirement last year to protect him he got hurt his best receiver robbie anderson his favorite target Jets wouldn't keep him. Let him go. For pennies.
0: Robbie Anderson's now it in Carolina. Games, you know
1: what? You don't deserve Sam. Nobody deserves Sam. Three games, you never deserved Sam. You didn't give Jets. Sam enough were love. Not only 3, I could've loved Sam.
0: Sam deserves a real man. Maybe I
1: would've the loved games, him. I would've given him a home.
3: Less. He then got out of a hospital, walked up against Dallas, threw for 360 yards, a couple of touchdowns, and they crushed the Cowboys and Dak Prescott. He is the only young quarterback in this league. Nothing. What does he grab onto? Where's his support system? 30th,
1: according to I'll Bleacher. Oh, you got support system, Take my hand, reach out and game. grab it. I just the want to give
3: Sam that filter to cry on. Not a single player is still there. And in the second half last year of his starts, in his last eight starts, he was 6-2, 13 touchdowns, four picks. But he gets a lot of heat. And I found this out, I think, because half my audience hates me, that you kept pushing back on Andrew Locke until everybody acknowledged, good Lord, he didn't have any help. You keep pushing back on Russell Wilson until finally you're like, he makes everything work. Darnold, I have to quit praising him. <laughs> and I just want you to watch him. And I think their schedule this year is brutal brutal. I think their weapons are still Every man I like Le'Vian Bell. I'm
1: good, not sure if he's gonna come last. He's a
3: great them. tight end. He's just never available to play. But I I think I'm hurting Sam Darnold. I think my fascination <laughs> I
1: love him too much.
3: And my my if you love something you have to let go. His greatness is now hurting his brand.
1: I pushed him away.
3: Seriously. <laughs> I think people are just pushing back because they don't like me. And from <laughs> now on, it's just that guy with the jets.
1: <laughs> you hate Sam B remember remember, if the world hates you, Sam, remember so... it hated me first. <laughs> Call <Colin> him coward. <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh,
1: man. No that's sad
0: man It's weird because like That hit me in all the feels Cause Colin Kaepernick's beef with Baker Mayfield Like the exact opposite is His relationship with Sam Darnold
1: <laughs> Well Baker Mayfield's the other woman Dear Sam know?
0: I wrote you You still ain't
1: responded <laughs> Baker Mayfield is the one They elected prom queen And Sam got jilted And Colin's never gotten over that
0: uh, let's play this one.
1: I know they all think they all think big is the pretty one, Sam, but I always thought you were best. <laughs> Sam Darnold Catholic. <laughs> big,
3: trunky, arm, feet, coachable. <coughs> Even though he grew up on the beach in California, he
4: has
1: Big feet coachable I think that's a wonderful note to end West Rose on today for playing big trunky. Midwest ethos, corn fed boy from the hot land, just ready to play some rock and even roll though, out here. Even
0: though he grew up on the west coast, he is a Midwest ethos, a
1: cold weather guy.
0: <sighs> if only.
1: He's a real go getter who can pull himself up by his I'm, bootstraps and really run it up to Flagpole and see if anyone's so the I'm the reason people don't like Sam Donald.
0: because I'm rooting for him so hard <laughs> and I'm pleading for his greatness.
1: But people don't like me. They're repelled by my love. The the world is dark, and my love for Sam, if is, all in Sam is, is the, wrong, I don't want to be right. the light. And the darkness cannot the lights. It wants to extinguish it. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> <laughs> run away with Sam, me, Sam Darnold is Ryan Fitzpatrick
0: if Ryan Fitzpatrick wasn't good.
1: Look! Like imagine big Colin finally, finally like meets Sam. Gets him on the show. He's like, "Sam, I've loved you for years." Sam's like, "I don't even know who you are, dude." And he just breaks Colin. He snaps. He's like, "Thanks, Skip. I love your show." I... Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You and uh, that black guy in New York. Side yes, note. Did funny. you get
0: that Max Calderon Got fired off a first take.
1: Oh no, I didn't. What did he do? He yeah. did. Um, I don't know if he did
0: anything, but apparently Stephen A. Smith never liked him. Um,
1: and... To be fair, I don't think he likes that's fair.
0: But Let's see Max Kellerman.
1: Max Kellerman?
0: Yeah, Stephen A. Smith has wanted Max Kellerman off of First Take for years, claimed that the ESPN analyst didn't appreciate Kellerman's smartest guy in the room attitude.
1: Past the point of the show, though, you're not supposed to be supposed to be arguing with them. It was reportedly nothing personal, and that Smith felt Kellerman's smartest guy in the
0: room attitude was not something he wanted to go up against. Though it wasn't personal, according to sources, Kellerman has a smartest guy in the room attitude, and Smith wanted more of a debating challenger.
1: Skip Bayless, as would the Midwest ethos have helped?
0: about being trendy. The two are both heavily relying on speaking in higher Max syllables. Max Kellerman
1: was more drunk? on the
0: other hand, usually has a bit more of an intricate answer planned out. Now, this doesn't mean he hasn't been wrong before, because Max most certainly has been wrong on several occasions. But here's the good news, Jake. Do you know who is replacing Max Kellerman? Uh, the
1: white guy. <laughs> I'm just guessing. Hold on who's replacing Max Kellerman you, you, you're giving me the oh. so they're gonna What's have let me think about his has from the NFL recently wait a minute Tim Tebow left I mean he got cut or whatever so is Tim Tebow gonna argue with Stephen A. true Tim Tebow is going to be on first take I on love Friday it. yes yes there's gonna they're <laughs> gonna have oh, alternating hosts it, wait yeah wasn't Stephen A. Smith was the one who hated him I right think so
0: that might make good for good TV. Yeah.
1: They so can just argue about himself.
0: There's a crew of...
1: Yeah, that's the ultimate thing, man. The, the sports media has become so sensationalized that they just become... become the
0: Yeah. Uh, Michael Irving will be on the show Mondays. Tim Tebow will host the show on Fridays. And then they'll have alternating hosts, I think it is, for the other days. But yeah, Tim Tebow will now be a regular host of First Take with Stephen A. Smith. Ugh.
1: It's, it's funny how when you're in the NFL you can just quickly switch to some job like that. Oh, that reminds me, yeah, I saw, what was that meme I saw of um, a bunch of uh, the Buccaneers players in the Super Bowl being like, A year ago, this guy was in jail, this guy was in the <laughs> yeah. WWE, this guy uh, was on... <laughs> Tom Brady was getting cut and I retired, or- yeah.
0: Crazy. i saw a meme that was like i
1: bet you're wondering how we
0: manager giving him the most inconsistent uh career advice to where to go next <laughs> went from football to baseball to broadcasting to baseball to football to the first take
1: it's like he's doing the antonio brown thing but he doesn't really have an end yeah. goal here i don't i don't know okay all right and I, I think we're good here unless you have more hot um, Colin Cowherd updates. I'm always telling you Max talking about Colin Cowherd was a contributor update. on
0: Tucker Carlson's MSNBC show in 2005? It's
1: crazy, man. Well, that was back when, Lane. I don't huh. know. It's a different world than it was then. For sure. For sure. Different oh, world. world. Colin Cowherd rips major college football head coach. Uh, let's see, Tony Romo was out of his mind for the Jets' judgment. Tony Romo, that's a name I haven't heard in a while. But it was one of those names that's like, oh, he's just always been in the, just Tony Romo there, even never the NFL. Tony Romo actually is now one
0: of the most respected announcers in the NFL. Because despite his play on the what? field, he's actually very good at talking about what he's seen. And there was a stretch in the AFC Championship game between the Patriots and Chiefs a couple years back where he was like calling every play before it happened.
1: Who was that announcer um, that you sent me? You sent me a video compilation of it saying Joe Buck. The worst announcer in the Joe NFL. Buck is the worst. Pull that up. Pull that up. Joe Buck worst moments. Because he can't be as bad as. Um, uh, Jerry Allen for the Ducks, who who you will have no idea what's going on in the game because he's way too into the game and he announces it the way a stressed out fan would. All right, now they're lining up for the man. Can you believe they pulled that play last time? I kept anyway. He's throwing the ball, I guess. I wish the rest would just and it's just that. Or he's like, if the Ducks are losing, he doesn't want to talk about it. If it's just embarrassing. He'll just. He, you know, I was at the store the other day. Like the game's going on while he's talking about trying to find Reese's peanut butter cups. Well, that's in the a little store. different.
0: But um, Joe Buck is a TV announcer, and he's just—he's like considered probably like just the main TV announcer for football and baseball. He's on Fox Sports. Just the
1: most boring guy. So he's like a. Oh, so he's the opposite of Jerry. Just um. boring, and I mean. He just oh you have a radio voice but no passion. You don't really get
0: here. you don't really get the um, the full uh, effect by just hearing it. You got to see the the great plays he's a but
1: make make the lot essential. Like Mike Tolotti's come the Ducks coach. my favorite. My favorite controller. Check
5: the bay. They needed that completion pass. That's
1: weird. Okay, so pause. The impression that I get is he's faking excitement by raising his voice, but there's just nothing behind it. It's like when somebody smiles, but they're like just with their mouth like the rest of their face doesn't change it's a hundred percent that so creepy and fake that's what his voice sounds like it's a hundred percent that. hey i'm excited now because i'm talking louder look at him run
0: and if and if you're wondering jake yes that it's was so Legarrett weird. blunt uh running that touchdown in of oregon ducks fame Legarrett blunt went on to win a couple super bowls like with Bunch the uh, patriots and the eagles
1: I only know just the sucker, sucker punch, punch mostly yeah Jay, that's yeah. all I don't see just that yeah and every step Mitchell 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 what? <laughs> <Mitchell.
5: laughs>
0: Guy just ran back a kickoff. Good
1: job, Guy Mitchell. just ran
0: back a kickoff for like 70 yards. And Joe Buck will sometimes do this thing where he'll just repeat the guy's name over and over when he's making a great play. It's the worst.
1: Uh, I don't know how this is going to show up, the audio. Mitchell.
0: But...
1: He, he's doing like a... He's doing a Ben Stein reading Mitchell. 100%. 100%.
0: Mitchell.
1: Uh, uh, let's see. You would not do well on leaving yeah. there.
5: but anybody watching this game would not say they should have run it more than they did. Penalty flag comes down as the catch is made on the far side of the field by Knox. A total deep by Devin Hester. A flag is down, however, back inside the 20. And the referee and the officials are calling this back.
0: Oh, uh, This here is the call of the helmet catch. In Super Bowl 47 uh, against the Giants and the Patriots, where uh-huh. the Eli Manning makes a miracle play, throws it to the helm, yada 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 yada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah, how yeah, he describes yeah, yeah, this okay. historical moment.
5: Pressure from Thomas off the edge. Eli Manning stays on his feet. Airs it out down the field. It is caught by Tyra. Side the twenty five and a timeout taken. Second and five. Wait, that. Oh, yeah. Behind the defense, it's Reggie Bush. And Bush is into the open field showing his speed. Reggie Bush to the end zone. Touchdown, no flags.
0: Now, admittedly, most of this is his good job no flags you made a great time. <laughs> admittedly guys. most of this was um older stuff uh, from like the last um last decade and then the late 2000s early 2010 this is
1: back when I was paying attention that's how yeah. old it
0: was um however I still don't like Joe Buck and him and him and uh, Troy Aikman are just the worst announcing duo but they're considered the cream of the crop for whatever reason um, now here, then, no, 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 John Madden. Yeah, I know. Now here is Joe Buck's most infamous moment. Out there doing play-by-play so turducken. Here's Joe Buck's most infamous moment. The Vikings and the Packers are playing, and Randy Moss. I mean,
1: if I can't get. Give- if I can't get Joe Buck, I'll at least take Mike Pelati. Explaining to me very simple concepts. This is Gatorade, come. Jake. Oh. Now, what the team wants to do here is take the football into the end zone. By doing that, they will score. And when the, when it, if they score points, they'll be very he's happy. He's just reading about off that. footballs
0: for dummies, and he's calling oh. it. And oh, Mike! Just, but Jake, oh this is God. Joe Buck's—he's
1: the Joe Biden of college.
0: This is football. Joe Buck's most infamous moment. This is the one everyone clowns on him. To this day, uh, Randy Randy Moss okay. scores this touchdown. It's a long pass against the Packers, and they're in Lambeau. It's late, later in the game. The Vikings go up by two scores. Big moment, and Randy Moss celebrates by bending over and pretending he does not actually do it. He pretends to pull down his pants and moon the crowd. Yeah.
1: No. Okay.
5: <laughs> so the moon to the fans here in green bay that is a disgusting act by randy moss and it's unfortunate that we had that on our air live that
1: is disgusting by randy moss <laughs>
0: <laughs> i think he
1: <laughs> okay okay look 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 is it dumb and stupid is yes it a disgusting act get <laughs> it did joe buck suddenly sound did joe buck suddenly sound like a 1920s schoolmarm uh church choir lady mm. <laughs> yes the, the level of emotion that he suddenly displayed about that it's the only time he's ever gotten excited <laughs> and that and, <laughs> and randy moss scores a ten. oh that is disgusting <laughs> what are you doing that is it disgusting
0: now now, my personal favorite for the worst Joe Buck call, the least enthused Joe Buck call, is the last play of Super Bowl 51, where the first Super Bowl to ever go into overtime after Tom Brady leads a 25-point comeback, and the Patriots march down the field the first drive in overtime to score the game-winner in overtime, the greatest comeback, the greatest quarterback, to get his fifth Super Bowl after Deflategate, after his mom had cancer, all of this. This is how Joe Buck announces the play. Toss to White.
1: He's in. Patriots win the Super Bowl. Bowl. (laughs) Maybe he was a big Falcons fan, I don't know. I
0: guess, but man, that that still just runs through my head every once in a while.
1: He's in, eh? I guess uh, they won. Alright, well, I'm going home. And... <laughs> I'm gonna grab a sandwich from Subway on the way home. He's Maybe. Uh, in. Patriots win the Super Bowl! <laughs> like he was expecting to get out of the office at like four but he had to stay over till five and he's just waiting till the box says he can leave and okay we're done alright see you tomorrow guys uh, <laughs> you ever hear good. about the Minneapolis right. miracle I mean, a high note to end. I've tried to end this episode five times now what Okay, what was the Minneapolis miracle the Minneapolis miracle was when
0: the Vikings in the divisional round of the playoffs right, well yeah, the visual round of the playoffs against the Saints. They were down by one point with seven seconds left in the game on their own 25. Case Keenum heaves the ball down the field, Stefan Diggs catches it on the sideline, and the Saints player misses him, completely whiffs on the tackle, so he's able to run right down the sideline to win the game, to score the game-winning touchdown. And when you hear like the the radio announcers call the game, call the play against like Joe Box announcement of it, it's just the worst.
5: Run Out of bounds or it yeah. off the back of the Are end zone. Are you gonna yeah. play that? Or? Wow, just a big, big, big mistake. This is the radio, yeah. the, gotta the
0: gotta home to, radio you call. You gotta
5: take advantage of when they do <laughs> that kind of stuff. Ten seconds to go. 24-23 Saints. Vikings at their own 39. It's third down. Three receivers right, field, and left. Marshawn Lattimore, 12 yards from Adam. Case on a deep drop. Steps up in the pocket. He'll fire to the right side. Caught by Diggs. Oh my god, oh my god! 30-10. Oh Touchdown! It's a Minneapolis
1: I've long said radio 100%. announcing has so is so much better emotionally than the TV 100%. announcing it always just comes because that's what they're supposed to do um would you like to hear Joe bucks? because he can't really convey yeah because you got to convey it over audio only. I learned that listening to a lot of college football games mm-hmm. on the radio while I work. Um, it's a so thousand it's times better. Years, it's always sounds Unless you're much Gus much more, Johnson,
0: sorry. but we don't have to get yeah. into him today. Different Gus. Different Gus Johnson. <laughs> okay. But this is Joe Buck's announcement of that same call. The reason it's called the Minneapolis Miracle is because the, the radio announcers called it that. Just it's just not the same, is it?
1: Yeah, it's not man, it's not no. quite there, man. You're not exactly cutting audio clips that are gonna be remembered for <laughs> generations <laughs> no. there. Yeah. Mike Parker's always been a solid announcer for Oregon State. I respect the man. Yeah. Uh there was one one last bit where
0: uh, before a Buccaneers game this last fall. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman were caught on a hot mic saying that uh, military flyovers were a waste of money and that you wouldn't see these in a Biden (laughs) Kamala presidency.
1: Oh, that's gonna... That's gonna go go over the
0: NFL that's trying to... (laughs)
1: Hey, McLean, you know what I hate? (laughs) Patriotism.
0: God, I hate the military. Welcome back, folks. I mean, there's
1: a lot... There's a lot America is torn on right now. A lot we disagree on. But I feel like it's generally not going to go over well when you go, Man, you know what's stupid? Military. You know what I really hate, McLean? (laughs) America. (laughs) Jake. What's all this red, white, and blue nonsense? Jake. (laughs) I think next week
0: we should visit the baseball announcer that used the homophobic F-slur got fired on air and had to announce a home run
1: (laughs) (laughs) well that's awkward how how awkward it was the worst
0: (laughs) (laughs) hey we can end the show on this it'll be a quick one
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, no but I don't know if I'll be a pair of that. I don't like awkward. I don't do awkward very It is well. the most cringe. I'm huge on Um I guess they got a home run. I, <sighs> I probably shouldn't have set that. It. I don't, don't know why I said The announcer gets fired. <laughs> why would he say was it a hot bike or <laughs> What'd you like, man, i, I got to say this. Like, see, I know it's going to be the last thing I do in my career. Okay, but... yeah, I think this is the audio. I'm mad at... Yeah, this
0: is the live pregame show, and he was caught on a hot mic saying something that he should not have said. Okay. Let's hear it.
2: fag capitals of
0: the world. Okay, it was really quiet. I don't know if you heard it. I- I can't- I couldn't hear what you say?
2: 3 nothing ball game with the-
0: Okay, so it was on a hot mic, it was just before he thought he went live. But he said, welcome to Cincinnati, one of the F word capitals of the world. (laughs) (laughs) And this is the top of the fifth inning here.
2: (laughs) Red's in front of the Royals. The
0: batter's about to hit a home run.
2: We go to the top half of the fifth inning. Castellanos to lead things off. Jim Day is going to be taking us the rest of the way through this game as Holland takes over on the mound. Uh, I made a comment earlier tonight that uh, I guess uh, went out over the air that I am deeply ashamed of. Uh, if I have hurt anyone out there, now I am. I can't tell you how much I say from the bottom of my heart. I'm so very, very sorry. <laughs> I pride myself and think of myself as a a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, <laughs> it will be a home run.
1: Look, dude, it's not like so there it I Just cut your losses, man.
2: <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna be putting on this headset again. <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna be for the Reds. I don't <laughs> know if it's gonna be for my bosses at Fox. I'm gonna apologize for the people who signed my paycheck.
1: You just, Reds, just cut and, and go, man. Own.
2: People I work with, for anybody that I've offended here tonight.
1: Dude, just,
2: I can't begin to tell you how deeply it, that is not who I am.
1: Just empty I your desk and go, man.
2: And I'd like to think maybe I could have some people that uh that could back.
1: I out. imagine security just trying to pull him away from the mic. He's I like, fail. no, wait, 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 wait. I'm so he became a
0: total meme. <laughs> I pride myself and thinking of <laughs> myself as a man of faith. As there's a drive into deep left field by Castellanos, it'll be a home run, and that'll make it a 4-0 ball game. I don't know if I'm going to put on this headset oh, again. Oh, I think
1: I talked over that part.
0: I think I talked <laughs> over that part. It's hilarious.
1: On, <laughs> 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 this this no, commenter. Know. This video is so that funny. That never happened apology, to... That never happened to... The the intro. That never happened to you uh, announcing... That ever happened to you announcing high school games on KCNW. <laughs> oh, I completely forgot to bring that up. What's this I hear about you filming football games? I for have ESPN? joined
0: the Idaho State University sports crew, and because the Big Sky Conference recently signed a deal with ESPN Plus to broadcast all their games on there, we are technically we are on ESPN. So I technically technically work for ESPN.
1: Well, there we go. McLean's here. I'm going to be on first uh, take
0: every Wednesday. Just uh, make
1: sure those hot mics. <laughs> <McClain>. <laughs> make sure that onboard mic Welcome on the, uh, camera... Welcome to Pocatello. uh Running when you call, when you call Pocatello. The. The. Uh... <laughs> I can't believe I didn't tell you about that. <laughs> you should need to make like a very. like a regionally specific slur. Um. Mormon capital of the world. Oh, I feel like there's gotta be some look at you spud eaters. (laughs) Spud (laughs) eaters capital of the world. I made some comments today that are deeply offensive and this clip's only 40
0: seconds long. I think we should should end the episode on this.
1: (laughs) I know. This is a football game. That looks
5: like a pass that needs to be caught. Yeah, you can't
3: Use your shoulder to catch a football. You've got to get your hands out there every night. And I'm out there with my kids working on catching the football. They want to use their body. It's just a natural instinct as a human being. But you've got to learn to be able to put the ball in your hands. Your hands are what makes it possible. Your shoulder pads are hard and stiff. Your hands are are, are
1: tender and they can move and caress the ball. That's that's kind of that's kind of gay, but <laughs> close.
5: <laughs> fourth
0: down
1: and nine. <laughs> Where what was that? Where was that? It was this North side?
0: Iowa versus Iowa.
1: That's kind of. I
0: imagine he got. Fired it was a different time. This away. was, this was like ten, twenty years ago. That's kind of. That's kind of oh, gay, really? but it doesn't sound that old. Fourth and nine. Here comes the punt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Those were the good old days, man. Man, can you imagine what they were getting away with announcing on 70s football games and we just don't remember now? Uh, I don't know if he actually got fired. Um... I mean, I'm sure he probably at least got fired.
0: <laughs> Best clip ever. You think it's going to be awkward in one way, but the guy brings it around to funny. Then the other guy drops an awkward <laughs> nuke. <laughs> That's kinda.
1: That's kinda gay, gay, but. Alright. Fourth gay. and nine. That's <laughs> kinda gay, man. <laughs> Alright. This is it for us for so long. Alright, we'll clean up the mics are up. I gotta tell you, that episode, that was kinda gay, man. I don't know. That was one of the gayest episodes we've ever done. Let's not do that again. Oh, the mic's on. I've always prided
0: myself as a man of faith. I don't know when I'll be putting on this headset again, whether it be for West Bros
1: or. I I thought West Bros was over, and I made some comments there that I deeply regret. I've always thought of myself as a as a man who wasn't gay. <laughs> oh shoot, I did it again. Oh dang. Oh jeez Louise. I'll, I'll, I'm just gonna go. Yeah, that's probably best. Man, that Jake's coming like gay.
0: Oh no. <laughs> Can't get no rest
4: Don't know how I work all day When will I learn Memories get in the way I walk around I can't hear a sound Folks talking loud But I don't see at all I gotta get away Gotta get away I don't know where to go It's hopeless, so I guess I'll leave it alone Well, I spent all that day Fixing up to go somewhere Thought I was late And I found she wasn't there I guess I'll find Love, peace of mind, some other time But I still have today I gotta get away, gotta get away, I don't know where to go.
0: It's hopeless, so I guess I'll leave it alone.
1: 1245
4: Headed for the subway home. Oh, I took my time Cause I felt so all alone. Not far away I heard a funny sound, took a look around and I could see her face smile as she came calling out my name so I